Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. And now it's time for the word. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross where thou hast died. Hey, draw me nearer, hallelujah, nearer. Genesis chapter 1 is where we'll be. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering. Somebody say hover. Spirit of God was hovering. Somebody type hover over the face of the waters. That's all we got to read this morning. If there is a topic for this morning's sermon, this morning's sermon is called He Hovers. Mm. He Hovers. I believe God's calling us to start in Genesis for a couple of reasons. I believe God's calling us to start in this book called Genesis for a couple of reasons. And I'm a series kind of guy. So, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? My name is David Sean Smith, and I'm going to approve all of these messages. So I'm I'm a series kind of a guy. We're going to be in Genesis chapter 1 through the summer. So just get comfortable with Genesis chapter 1, okay? We're going to get comfortable with Genesis chapter 1. We're going to walk through the word week by week, and we're going to talk about, as Minister Lingham said, we're going to talk about what we, on on Wednesday, what we talk about on Sunday, so we can truly have an understanding of what the word of God is actually teaching us and telling us. If you got questions, I may not have the answer in the moment, but there's research and there's study and there's a group of us that can come together in like-minded faith to understand what God is saying to us as a people and as a congregation. So we're going to walk through this first book of, I mean, this first chapter of Genesis through the remainder of the summer. And I believe God's calling us to be there for a couple of reasons. Number one, this is the first time I'm getting married to a church, (laughs) y'all. I mean, I've been an interim pastor for a couple of times, and I've dated a little bit, you know, but (laughs) this is the first time I'm actually getting married. We are betrothed to each other. And I'm grateful. So as we walk through the word together, we have an opportunity to understand what the beginning of a relationship actually looks like. We have an opportunity to understand what God is doing in us, with us, through us, and for us in this season as we start a new season together. Say amen, somebody. Please say amen, somebody. Secondly, I think we're here to start in the beginning because these verses of Scripture are amazingly powerful. As I've been thinking about and praying about what God is doing, what God has done, what God has said, and what God has communicated to this church, Church of the Redeemer Baptist, I just kept hearing the word hover. And I wasn't quite sure why God would keep saying these words, this word, not these words, this word hover. 
I didn't understand what God was saying. And I just, I read these verses. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. In this extremely familiar passage of Scripture, it seems to communicate something very, very simple. We've heard it preached many times before. It communicates that God is the creator of all things. That's easy money. It communicates God is the creator of all things. He created the heavens and the earth. And this would seemingly include everything that is in heaven and everything that is under heaven. All things that were created were created by God. But then I started to read some of the work done for other, for, by others to help us understand what this thing called creation is all about. And they started to point to a conversation about work. And I, I wasn't quite understanding why, if we're talking about creation, people would communicate about work. Why, if God is talking about how he created the heavens and how he created the earth, would people decide to communicate that the work of our hands are important? I wasn't quite sure why God would say in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and God hovered over the face of the deep. And we take that as if we have to do something. We communicate God's nothingness as a requirement for us to actually do something. And I feel like we got it mixed up a little bit in the commentaries. I feel like we got it mixed up a little bit in the sense that when God is doing nothing, he creates everything. And we're here trying to do everything, and we're creating. We're here trying to do all of the things with our own personal strength. And we forget the fact that in the beginning, God created by hovering. Y'all know what it looks like to hover? It looks like, anybody got, you got siblings? I got siblings. I'm the youngest of four. And when I wanted to annoy my, my siblings, I would go like this. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Uh, hovering, right? They would be, you, you would be so close that you would feel the energy of the other but there would be no physical, physical connection. You would be so close that you would know that the other person is there, but you wouldn't actually feel the presence of that. And that's what God has been doing for us for so long. I'm going too far. I'm going too fast. It was amazing to me. That God has communicated to this church. I think I need to fast forward. Y'all ain't going to get three points. Y'all just going to get a word from the Lord. This is what's going to happen here today. It's amazing to me that God has called us and asked us to do work. And we've put our hands to a work that God has called us to do. When, in fact, we have done it in our own strength. Not realizing that the Spirit of God has been with us all along. He's been hovering over the church 
of Redeemer Baptist. He has been here through every interim and transitional leader. God has been here hovering through every ministerial word. God has been here hovering in that garden over there. God has been here hovering over this church ever since it was created. The best part about that in this new beginning season is, saints, you get to take your hands off of God's work. (laughs) The best part, I feel like preaching now, I don't know, I don't know. The best part about it is you get to take your hands off of what God has already created. In the first point, the first thing I wanted to communicate is this thing. What God has ordained, God will maintain. This church called Church of the Redeemer Baptist is a church that has been built by the hand of God. Yes, there have been people all along the way that have partnered with the vision of this church. Yes, there have been people all along the way that have come in through the community and have joined with the vision of this church, with Pastor Kirkland and with every pastor that has led this church from the time of inception to now. But in this moment, it is time for us not to recognize the next leader of the church, but in this moment, it is time for us to recognize the leadership of Holy Spirit. It is time for us to recognize that God has ordained this place and there is no devil in hell that will be able to come against this place. Say amen somebody. I really wish I had a church. There is nothing. What God has ordained God will maintain. In Psalm 127, verse 1 1 and 2, it says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake but in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat bread of sorrows, or that he gives his people, his beloved, the sleep. It is vain for us to do the work of ministry without understanding who empowers the work of the ministry that we're doing. Sometimes we get to thinking that the work of our hands are what create the outcomes that we enjoy, but it's not how that, that's not how things work in the kingdom. In the kingdom, we realize that we are the created thing. And God is the creator of all things. The great theologian by the name of Paul the Apostle wrote the letter to the Colossians church. And he says in that letter, for by him all things were created in heaven and all things that are on the earth, visible and invisible. Whether thrones or dominions, principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. I understand, saints, that we have been strong through this season called the pandemic. I understand that we have been strong through a season where leadership has been lacking. I get that you are leaders in this local church. I realize that you are pillars in your community, but please let's not be deceived by the lies that we hear ourselves telling ourselves. The strength that we have been given has been given to us. By God. The wisdom that we have to lead has been given to us 
by God. The comforts that we enjoy in our lives, yes, we, com- we are comforted, but they have been given to us by God. I'm not saying you're not strong. I'm not saying you're not wise, and I'm not saying you don't deserve comfort. All I'm saying is don't put the cart before the horse. All I'm saying is that if you keep your eyes on Jesus, the one who is the creator of all things, will create this new season for us. God has ordained what God will maintain. And the second part of the, fir- the first part of the second verse was really important to me as well. It says the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. We're walking into a new season together. Y'all don't know nothing about me. I don't know nothing about you. We don't know where we're going. And guess what? I don't know where we're going either. (laughs) You know what that puts us in? Puts us in prime position. To understand together what darkness looks like. Puts us in prime position to understand together what darkness looks like. If the lights were always on, we would always be able to see where we were going. And we wouldn't need God. If the lights were always shining for us, we would always be able to see what was coming next. We wouldn't need God. But I'm so grateful that God puts us in positions of darkness that allow us to understand that even though we are wise, even though we are smart, even though we are strong, our hope lies in him. And if he doesn't lead us and guide us into all truth, we will be walking in our own wilderness. While you're trying to figure it out, saints, in this dark season, I just need you to know God's already worked it out. And this is the part that I want to hang out in today, and I'm almost done. He said, thank you, God. Don't praise him too loud now. Oh, all right. I thought you said, thank you, God. I was like, this brother trying to kick me out already. Hold on. Slow down. (laughs) This is where I want to hang out. (laughs) This is where I want to hang out. The Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. There is so much darkness in our land today. There are so many things that are going on today. We have no idea how to control There are so many things that are happening in our lives as a church and as a people that we can't quite figure out. I heard of a young man who was hurt on the block a couple weeks ago. I don't know what's going on. My brother almost died of COVID in October. I don't know what's going on. There's so many things in the city that are happening we don't have any control over. I I don't know what's going on. I don't know. What's happening with the world? I don't know what God is going to do with this church. I don't know how God is going to deliver us the way that God wants to deliver us. But what I do know is that 
God is faithful. What I do know is that every time I didn't recognize Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit was still right there with me. Second clause of verse number two says that the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. We just came out of a season called Pentecost. We just came out of a time where the disciples were trying to figure out where Jesus was. For 40 days after the, after the crucifixion, Minister D said, in the meantime and in between time, <laughs> for 40 days after the crucifixion, before the revelation of Holy Spirit, the disciples were trying to figure out what in the world was going on with their faith. You ready? The disciples were trying to figure out what in the world was going on with their faith. They had no idea how to understand what God was doing in the earth at that time. And as they went into this season of Pentecost, they went into this season of Pentecost that they, they heard a promise of God to go and wait in Jerusalem. But they had no idea what that promise was going to reveal to them. All they heard God say was, go to Jerusalem and wait. And they went. And they waited, not asking no questions. They went and they waited. And as they went and as they waited, in that room, this place called the upper room, the Holy Spirit of God was revealed to them through the speaking of other languages. Pentecost came to them. I feel like preaching. Pentecost came to them as they waited. And as they waited for Holy Spirit to be revealed, what happened was the Holy Spirit got into the in to in indwelling. The Holy Spirit dwelt within them, and what was in them came. Ah. Spirit of God went in them, and what was in them came out of them. It's amazing to realize that in Genesis, Holy Spirit was hovering over them. Come on, church. I wish I had a church. It's amazing to realize that in Genesis, Holy Spirit was hovering over the church. But in this new season, holy God, I bless you. In this new time, the only thing that the community that is out there is going to see of Church of the Redeemer Baptist is what is in the church. Hallelujah. Of Redeemer Baptist. You have gone through, we have gone through a season where God has hovered over us for far, hey, far too long. The time of our shallow faith is over. And now it's time for the glory of God to be revealed in us. If you don't study the word, the word ain't going to come out of you. If you ain't got no worship, no worship going to come out of you. If you ain't got no praise, ain't no pra Hallelujah. Ain't no praise going to come out of you. If you don't know how to witness, ain't no witness going to come out of you. But if you spend time with the Father, 
and you let the word get inside of you, then God is going to fill you to overflowing. And as Pentecost has come to us today, Pentecost will be seen in this neighborhood. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for this neighborhood to be transitioned by the power of God because of this church. I don't know about you, but I'm looking for these people, the people that are connected, that have walked away to come back because the power of God is so filling you that you cannot hold your peace any longer. When it was time for God to reveal himself, he revealed himself first through Adam. He created Adam and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And then when he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, then he went on and he hovered. And from the time of the creation, God's spirit was hovering. He breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And then he breathed over Abraham and he communicated that Abraham should walk away from his family, from a place where he was safe. And God was hovering over Abraham. Isaac, when Isaac was born and he was to be the sacrifice of his father, he was to be the sacrifice of his father, to be killed by his own, to be killed by his own father on the altar for his love relationship with God. God was hovering over that relationship. Jacob, when he went from Jacob to Israel, God was hovering over that relationship. Moses, as Moses was walking with the children of Israel, God was hovering over them even in their slave mentality. God was hovering over them and through the judges, through Saul and the kings and David, even through Rahab and Deborah, Mary and Elizabeth and all of the women of the Bible. This is, these are the times where God was hovering over the people of God. Even his mother didn't have the indwelling of Holy Spirit. He was, she was just hovered over and she was impregnated with the one that would deliver us all. Spirit of God hovered over the disciples when they were wandering and working with their families in their family businesses. Spirit of God hovered as Jesus walked with them and they did not recognize him. God hovered as the disciples' hearts were broken and they watched their Savior be beaten and die a gruesome death on the cross. Spirit of God hovered as he proved himself alive to his disciples. He hovered in the upper room and he hovered when Peter preached to 3,000 souls and they were all saved. And if I could testify for just a little bit, when I was sick in my sin, Jesus hovered over me. When this church was walking in ways that may not have been pleasing to God, he hovered over us. When I didn't know that I wanted to be kept, but God still kept me, he hovered over me. He held me when I didn't want to be held. He watched over me when I tried to run away time after time after time after time after time for every mountain that he's brought us over, for every trial that he has seen us through, for every blessing we give him glory and for this. We give him all of the praise. He's been our savior. He's been our keeper. He's been our kind and loving king. And as he's hovered over us in the past, 
It's time for us to accept the filling of Holy Spirit now in the present. As he's done the work that he needed to do in the past by keeping us together for hovering over us. Now it's time to walk in this new season where God doesn't hover over us anymore. We're not satisfied with the energy of spirit. We're not satisfied with the feeling. But we get satisfied with the filling. Church of the Redeemer, y'all caught somebody that's full of the Holy Ghost. You hear me? And I'm not going to stop preaching until everybody in here gets full of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> the time to be covered is over. It's now time for us to serve the people of God from the saucer that catches the overflow of the anointing that is in our lives. I don't know. It's 1031. I'm over my time. I don't know. And listen, somebody got chicken in the oven. I don't know. If everybody is in the same place that I'm in. But it's been a long pandemic of loneliness and silence. And I feel like God's called us away from everybody and everything so that he can get us to the point where we want more of him. And less of all of the things. Ugh all of the additives in our lives that have been distracting. And now that we're pulled away, as you're here today, every head bowed, every eye closed. As you're here today, all I would ask is if you are one who truly wants more of God, just lift your hands. No, truly, truly, truly. You don't respond to me because I asked a question. But if you want to be filled to overflowing, filled to overflowing, lift your hands. Lift your hands. If you're watching on Facebook Live or if you're on whatever other social media platform, if you want to be filled to it's time out for performance in church. The day of us feeling God and not being filled by God is over. If you want more of the king, just lift your hands. I need more, more, more. Jesus, more of you. I need so much more. Jesus, more, more, more. I need more, more, more. Jesus, more of you. I need so. 
Time of performance is over. This is not a performance. This is a prayer from your heart. Need more, more, more. Jesus. As God communicates to us as a church, it's time for us as a church to be preparing ourselves, not just to be filled, but to serve from a place of fullness. We won't be ready to accept other people into our midst unless we have received the fullness of God ourselves. So today I pray, not necessarily before I open the doors of the church, today I pray for those who are in the church. And I ask, Lord, today that you would fill us to overflowing. I ask that in our quiet times when we come to you, that you would speak to us the things that we need to hear, not what we want to hear, but what we need to hear so that we can be who you've created us to be. And we'll thank you and we'll praise you. Fill us the more, God. In Jesus' mighty name, we do pray. Thank God. And amen. The doors of the church are open. Doors. We need an outpour of your spirit. We need an outpour of your spirit, Lord. Come on, praise team. anyone that's under the sound of my voice that has never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your own personal Savior, now is the time, and today is your day. You can't be filled with the Spirit unless you first accept the Savior. Say amen, somebody. You can't be filled with the Spirit unless you first accept the Savior. And now is the time. If you want to be filled to overflowing, you first got to say, Lord, I'm here. I accept you as my Lord, and I accept you as my Savior. If that's you, just repeat these words after me. Say, Lord, Thank you for this life you gave me, but I have no idea what I'm doing with it. I make you my savior. I make you my Lord. I believe that you lived, you died, and you rose again with all power in your hands. Lead me and guide me all along the way. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time or for the first time in a long time, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome into fellowship with Church of the Redeemer Baptist. Type it into the screen. Let us know that you are first coming back to this church. We're grateful and we're thankful that you're here with us. Listen, as we walk this walk of faith together, y'all heard some announcements. You heard what's going to happen on Wednesday night. I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. There will be times in our walk together that you ain't going to hear me preach because the 
I didn't want to preach today. <laughs> I didn't need to preach today, but y'all came to hear something, so I had to say something. <laughs> Listen, it, sometimes the power of God is going to be so high that we ain't going to need to hear the word because the word is going to be made manifest in our midst. And we're just going to bask in the glory. But there are times where you, we just need to hear the preached word or the taught word. And as we go through our relationship together, I am grateful. I'm honored. I'm honored to be standing here with y'all. God bless you is my prayer. Let everyone stand as we receive our benediction. If you're in the room, just look at somebody and say, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> if you're online, type it in the screen. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here virtually. Now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. All of God's people said, amen. God bless y'all. See y'all next week. <laughs>